Praise the Lord and greetings again from Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. Today we have a little talk. <laughs> the topic of our message today is God will not be mocked. And this is coming from our text is coming from Second Chronicles chapter 36. You can read the passage from verses 11 to 16. And we also have Galatians chapter 6 verses 7 to 8. We'll be reading that in a little while. And if you would like to find us, we are on the web at www.frministry.org. We welcome your comments. And if you need prayer, we'll be more than happy to pray with you. If you have a situation in your life, we can be, what we can say, we'll pray for you. But we cannot tell you when or how God will answer. It's all up to him. But all he asks of us is that we have faith. And if you have faith to believe, then surely you will receive. So it's all up to you to believe his word, to trust his word, and to know that with God all things are possible and there is nothing that he cannot do. But you must be able to believe. If you can believe, you will receive. So you can call us at 678-964-4096. That's 678-964-4096. Let us pray. Father, this morning, this is a message, Lord, that only you know, only you, dear God, understand it. And while we as humans, we marvel at the things that are happening, many of us, we do not have the power. We don't even, even though we, we may have the voice, we don't have the platform because no one will listen to us. In fact, we may put ourselves in trouble, may end up locked up for speaking or what's on our minds. So, Lord, we ask that you take full control. We ask, Lord, that you move mightily, swiftly, because... There are many dangers around. There are many who are hurting. There are many who are saying, Lord, how long, how long, how much more can we bear? And so today, we come in faith, believing that with you all things are possible. And you said, Lord, men ought always to pray and not to faint. That's why we are here. We pray for healing for those who need healing, Lord. Whatever the circumstances may be. There are many in situations right now that love to get out, Lord, but don't know how. But is anything too hard for you to do? Nothing. You said to, to, to Abraham, to Sarah, is anything too hard? Jeremiah spoke it. Is anything too hard for God? Nothing. So you can bring them out. You can extricate them. No matter what the situation is, you can make a difference. We ask your blessings on this program. This message today, we pray the Holy Spirit's presence. We ask, Lord God, you yourself speak in Jesus' name. Amen. We have an online college it's at 
You can find it also at www.frministry.org, which is a kind of theological college. Let's begin. Being Galatians 6, verses 6 to 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh, of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life, life everlasting. And I'm going to read verse 11 and verse 16 of Second Chronicles 36. You can read the entire portion when you're ready, 11 to 16. But let's start. Zedekiah was one and 20 years old when he began to reign and reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. He was a very foolish king. Very foolish. Sometimes people get into power and they act stupidly. And many believe that the throne is always, is for every generation. It is not. God, and another thing we need to pay attention to is this. One, we may say we are in power or we are doing this or we are doing the next thing. Keep in mind that whether we have good or bad among us, they're in the church, they're outside of the church, they're in governments, they're everywhere. Hear what God says. Despite how you see they behave, everything is still in God's hand. Hear what it says. Verse 6 of Psalm 75. For promotion cometh, comes not, neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Verse 7. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and sets up another. The throne is not forever. Power is not forever. Especially corrupt, foul, devilish, satanic power. What we're seeing in different regions, different societies today, is the reign of satanic forces. It has blackened the most of this world. Right now, there is a cloud of darkness. This darkness is filled with demonic spirits. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, cover me now with your blood. Demonic spirits. It's black as night. Three quarters of the world, three quarters of nations are covered with a thick black cloud. And its contents are demons. They work through all manner of people. No matter what position they hold. If you are living somewhere and you're saying, why is this person doing this? This was not what we asked for. Look again, you, you only need to look at their mannerisms, look at their features, and you can see it's as if the devil himself is walking. You see a human being, but it's not really. In the powers behind that human being are devilish. You don't believe me? Let's look here again at Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. This is what was what Paul wrote how many decades ago. Ephesians 
Hear what he said. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Saints of God, are you praying? Are you praying for God to move? Are you praying in a region where you are, the city, the state, the country, the town? Are you praying in your community? Is it, are the churches praying? You know, you can lay off. Lay off the begging for a week. Lay off the begging for a week. And instead of begging to bring in dollars, beg the people to come out and gather, start a prayer meeting. It is time to pray. It's time for fasting and prayer. It's time to seek the Lord. The cloud of darkness. The things you're hearing. If you notice, mankind is trying to alter what God has made and said we can do better. Mocking God. Look at, um, in, let's go back here to Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 36 and look at verse 16. Verse 15. Listen to what happened. 2 Chronicles chapter 2 and verse 15 to 16. And the Lord God of their fathers sent to them by his messengers, rising up betimes, that means many times, and sending because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. Oh God. God loved this world. When he made man, he made them male and female and said it was beautiful. He said, be fruitful and multiply. God did it. Is anyone higher than God? Is there any other wisdom greater than his? But when the Lord sent them, verse 16, but they mocked the messengers of God. When you mock God's messengers, you are mocking God. Yes, God sent help and said, change from your evil ways. Change. This is not what I, I purposed. This is not what I intended for man. This is devilish. It is satanic. This is witchcraft. It's rebellion. It is sinful. They mocked the messengers of God and despised his words. They couldn't stand his words. They abhor his words. And misuse these prophets. You know, some people are locked up because of their, their, their Christian belief. Yes. And those who are not locked up have to walk on pins and needles. Walk on eggshells. Yes. Because there are spies all around. Better believe it. All around. And this is all biblical, you know. It's biblical. One read Micah. Another passages where it says this one will turn against the other, the other one will turn against the other. Listen, there's nothing new under the sun. Solomon said it. Whatever you see now has been. What did Jesus say? He said, as it were in the days of Lot, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the end is near. 
and the Bible is being fulfilled every day that you wake up. I remember as a little girl in school, and in September when school begins, <laughs> and you're waiting for Christmas for the next vacation, it's after the summer vacation, and you sit there and you languish, oh, and you sit there and you wish Christmas would come. And it took ages for Christmas to come. And you get to a Christmas vacation. And before you know it, you're back in school again in January. And you have to wait a long time for Easter to come. Then after Easter's vacation, you wait. It's another long eons before summer comes and you get your two months off. Not so today. As you blink, it's the next day. And before, before you, you could take a second blink, it's a weekend. And you take the third blink, it's Monday again. God's word is true, you know. He said he would shorten the days for the elect's sake. Otherwise, no lives would be lost. Have you seen what's going on in the cities? Have you heard of the murders? Have you heard that people can't even walk on some cities? They beat them up even on the trains and all those things. This was not what God meant for the earth. This was not what God meant for his people. You love it? Do you like it? Saints of God, pray. Pray for God to intervene. You know what I love about prayer? Prayer is such that you can pray wherever you are. You don't even have to open your mouth. People have to start reading your mind now. Yes. The only way they can know you're praying, they got to be reading your mind. And God help them. Because prayer is the most powerful weapon there is upon the face of the earth. You know why? Yeah. Psalm 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them. Prayer, listen, you don't have to go to Timbuktu to go and pray for, lay hand on somebody to pray. Say just where you are and pray. And God answers. And we have the most powerful power that is upon the face of the earth. Despite the satanic powers you see about. Despite what you see in leaders and their behaviors and the things and the laws that they enact. The greatest power upon the face of the earth is the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when he was going back to heaven, he said, I'm going to send you a comforter. He will abide with you. And you know what he said to his disciples? In Luke 10 and verse 18 and 19. He said, I saw Satan coming down like, a, like lightning. I tell you, Satan, listen, Satan can change himself into whatever he wants. You know what? Let's look at it. Let's read what Jesus said here, Luke 10 and verse 19. He can change himself as an angel of light. Did you know that? You think you have an angel around you? You think you have a saint of God around you and what you have is a witch sitting down in the pew with you. Satan's messenger, Satan's agent and even in the pulpit because you see the long robe and the big, you need to start looking at those big rings. Some of them are powers. You better be careful. You hear what the Lord said in Luke 10 and 18. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And in another scripture in, in um, Corinthians, I think it may be 1st or 2nd Corinthians 11. It, it talks about, where Paul talks about Satan being an angel, can change himself to an angel of light. 
That's why a lot of people are being deceived today. They believe what they're doing is right. They do know what they're doing is wrong. They know. They know it's devilish. Listen, show me a person at least 35 years of age, and I'll go to that, who never went to church or went up to Sunday school. Now, you'll find there are people, but majority have been to church. And these are the same ones because of greed, because of power. Open the hearts for the enemy to come in and take over their lives. That's why they act the way they're doing. It's not them. I read it a moment ago. It's not flesh and blood. These are demonic spirits, devilish spirits. Their aim is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. John 10 and 10. They work for Satan. Then Jesus said, having seen Satan's lightning, he said, behold, I give unto you power. This power from the Holy Spirit. He said, this power I'm giving you, you are able to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Let me say here today, they mocked the persons that God sent, his prophets. They abused them. Many of you may listen to the message and say, oh, what a light. What is she talking about? You know who's talking in you? The devil. Because why? He's blinding your eyes. He doesn't want you to see, the, to hear the truth. They want you to know. Because you know the reason why? He wants to take you to hell with him. Did you know Satan's doom is hell? Did you know that? Did you know the lake of fire that you've been hearing about was not meant for man? Man makes the choice to go to hell. Not God. Man made that choice. Because of the choice he makes while he's here on earth. If you're listening to me and you're serving Satan in what, whatever manner, it's time for repentance. Churches, sitting at ease, eating at the table of satanic forces, align yourselves, marrying to satanic force, witches. Some of you are so blind in the church, so blind you don't even know when Satan comes in and how he's causing disturbance. What's in your church? Why do you think that people get every table after one hour? They don't want to hear nothing. Why do you think they don't want to hear amazing grace, how sweet the song, leaning on the everlasting arms? Great is thy faithfulness, but they want to hear the boogie, woogie, 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 woogie. It's what they want to hear on a Sunday morning. Satan, Satan is a satanic situation. See the blood against every plan and work of the enemy right now. Let me say here. Our warfare is not with flesh and blood. Our warfare is against satanic forces. It's not about a man or a woman. No. It's not about a leader. It's about the force, the spirits, the powers that is working through that individual. It's easy. I read it there. Let me read it for you again. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the ones that will mock God's people because they're not in their right minds. They're not themselves anymore. They're, some people have even sold themselves, sold their souls to the devil. Did you know that? Why do you think some people get rich so quickly? <laughs> Did you know it can happen? People sell their souls to the devil and they become his servants. Why do you think people do some of the things they do? Do you think they're acting in their own strength? No. They've sold themselves to the devil. Why do you think Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Remember cross, we're talking about suffering. You won't find that with people who, who do not take up the cross. They're in church. Man, they, they could preach the most elaborate sir, message. Listen, my message wouldn't even go near to theirs in terms for, for um, how can I put it? Words and big words and long streaming words and Greek, the, the Greek for this and the Greek for that. <laughs> I could go near them, man. In fact, they wouldn't even invite me in their presence. Oh, no. Would I want to? Would I want to surround myself with people like those who don't care about the gospel of Jesus Christ, who watered down the gospel, who destroyed God's people, just like it is said here in Chronicles? Hear what it says. Verse 16, but they mock the messengers of God and despise his words. It's God's word, you know. How do you think you can, you, a minister, can mock God and survive? Do you think God loves that? Hear what it says in Galatians. In Galatians 5, 6 rather, 7 to 8. It says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. God's not going to sit back and take it. He won't. God is going to judge you. And you know what he said? It begins at his house. Because we ought to know better. We ought to set the example. The word of God said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. But many of you are not letting your light shine. You're letting your big rings shine and your big chain shine. And your long robes, that's what you're letting shine. And your string of qualifications. I sat in a church a few years ago where this other person, minister, was taking over. Boy, he could almost fall asleep with a long essay of um, qualification that, presents, that um, represents a qualification. He could fall asleep and wake up and yawn again and go back to sleep. It's all they have. Because the church didn't last more than, I don't think it lasted three years. He lasted. Let me say here, let your light shine. Acknowledge the word of God when it comes to you. Repent if you have to repent. Turn away. Acknowledge. It's time for you to recognize when you have witches in your church, whether it's in the pulpit or in the pew. 
It's not about boogie, 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 boogie. I can't even think about it. It's about worshiping God. Do you think God accepts this wor- devil worshiping that you have in your churches? He does not. You're mocking him. He said, worship me in spirit and in truth. But you're mocking God. When you find your, your members can't even reach you, you're mocking God because you have no time for them. When, you are, when you're so busy that you can't study God's word to meet his people even if it's only on Sunday morning, you're mocking God. When you say, praise God, the Old Testament is no longer necessary. You are mocking God when it's all scripture. Oh, let me read it here. I got to read this. Well, not in my notes, but on my mind, but I'm going to read it here for you. What it says here, you're mocking God. And it's time to stop mocking. You think it's only the world that's mocking God. The preacher's mocking God this morning, even as I speak. Mocking him. Let me read. This is not the one. Second, first, let's go back. And we're going to read this again. We're going to read what the scriptures are for. We say here today, God's word will never return to him void. Second Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17. Preacher, you read it when you were in Bible school or in seminary. Well, I'm going to read it for you again this morning. That you stop mocking God and saying the Old Testament. Oh, no, no, no. I can't, I can't read the Old Testament in my church. I couldn't do that. Listen, people would leave. They'd get up and go. You know why they get up and go? Because they don't trust you. They don't trust you. That's why. It's not the word. It's you. You're the one. Because you've been mocking God. See, hear what it says about the scriptures. All those of you who are saying... Oh, no, we won't read certain books in the Bible. We won't read the Old Testament. You know what the word of God says? Brother Paul, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture. Did he say all? Let's echo it again. All scripture is given by inspiration of whom? Of God. And is profitable. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. That's what the scriptures are for. And when you bend the scriptures, when you twist the scriptures, when you print your own Bible to support what you believe, you're mocking God. Hear what the Word of God says here. In Second Peter chapter 1, verses 20 to 21. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture, did you hear that? Is of any private, invit- rather, interpretation those of you writing your new bibles and reinterpreting the scripture verse 21 for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man man didn't ask for it 
It's not man. Man wrote it because the Lord gave them utterance as he gained them the power, the knowledge, the wisdom, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. They wrote what they heard. He says here, but holy men, <laughs> do you remember the name, the type, the word, um, concept, holy? Do you know what it means? Maybe way back then you remembered it and you were trying to live holy, but now money comes so easy. All you got to do is just show your face. Just show your face and they're going to send you the money. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Those persons believed in the Holy Ghost. They lived by the Holy Ghost. They realized they could do nothing without the Holy Ghost. And I want to remind us again this morning that promotion comes from God. God puts up one and um, takes down another. It doesn't come from the east or from the west. And he's saying again to you this morning, the question is asked, are you mocking God? And my answer is, you can't mock God. God will not be mocked. He's going to, listen, he's going to reprove you. And the last scripture I'm going to find here this morning to show you how the word of God, you may think that because God is quiet and he has, things are quiet and he has, he has not said anything yet, hang in there. It's coming. Hear what God says here in Psalm 50. Psalm 50. I believe it is Psalm 50. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Psalm 50. Look at 21. Or let's look at 20. Where God's, the word of God says, Thou sittest, is talking, is approved, is talking now, and bringing a charge. He say, You sit and speak against your brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. Nowadays, let me say here, people have sold their souls for power. They lie, they cheat, they cause all kinds of disruption. They put, listen, they put people down, they lock them up. Why? Do you think it happens just for so? And do you think God does not see? God sees all the wickedness that are happening and the abominations in the, in the different countries, in the different nations, in society. Different. Listen, no matter where it's hidden, no matter where it's covered up, God sees. He may not say anything yet, but hear what he says. Psalm 50 and verse 21. These things hast thou done. So you think of all the bad things you see going on here in the short time. Very short time. All these evil things. They, I believe they were there all along. But what happened? We were so taken up with some of the good things and the glamour. We never noticed. But they were there all along. In small proportions. But now, power. We talk about power, corrupt, corrupt power. He said, these things hast thou done. Hear what God says. And I kept silence. Be careful about God's silence, you know. Be careful. Be careful. Back in the day, just like Uzzah, who tried to hold back the, um, the ark, and immediately said, listen, you're supposed to touch the ark. Bam! Uzzah was struck down. But we're living in the day of grace. 
And many people take grace as though it is a carte blanche. You know, just, just use its license to sin, live in sin. They said these things as, as thou done, and I kept silence. Be careful about God's silence. He will not be mocked because he's silent doesn't mean that he's not watching and he's not taking note. He said, thou thought as you thought, but I was altogether such as one as thyself. You thought I agreed with what you were doing. Well, if God doesn't agree with it, why doesn't he do something about it? Why did he let me do this? God gives everyone time to repent. Do you know that? And finally said, but I, but, and this is the part I've always loved to read, but I will reprove thee and set them in order before thine eyes. Now, verse 22. Now consider this, ye that forget God, you who are mocking God, telling God right is, right is left and left is right. And you can put a leg on your head and walk. You can put a hand on 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 your um, on your on your your hip and 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 do whatever you want to do with it. Let me say here this morning, you can never take the skin off a cat and put on a dog and call it a dog, a cat rather. God said, consider what you're doing. Those of you who forget God, those of you who are mocking God. I don't care what your profession is. I don't care how celebrated you are. God is speaking to us all this morning from the church to the man in the street. God is speaking to governments. God will not be mocked. He said, consider this, ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. David said it's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of God. Let me ask a question in closing. Are you mocking God? You will not succeed. You may have been getting along for a little while. And you told yourself, oh, God doesn't see. God is silent. If God wanted us to do anything about this, he would have done it all along. Have you noticed a lot of things that have been happening in society today? Things, some of the things are so outrageous. I pray for our children all the time in the kindergarten, from kind, and you know, from kindergarten. I remember many years ago, and I went into nursing, and even as a, um, a young adult, some of the things we were taught and I heard, I never knew about them. And now, little children, kindergartens, it's being shoved before them like ice, like um, what can I what could you say? Peach, like like huh, burgers or whatever, nuggets, right in front of little children. God will judge the ungodly. God will not be mocked. He said, "Children are an heritage of the Lord; they are His delight." And He said, "It's better." Word of God said, it's better a lodestone was tied around a person's neck and that person be thrown in the sea than for that person to hurt one child. So what about the millions of children who are being deceived today? Men and women 
were being deceived deliberate not this is not because people don't know what they're doing deliberately god will not be mocked father your word says be not deceived god is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap for he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting there's a day of reckoning god it can't come fast enough may that day of reckoning begins even today we want to see your mighty hand at work you have said lord that even though you have remained silent to all of this you are going to reprove let the day of reproof begin even now lord begin to call in those those, those chips lord god oh hallelujah begin from your house god those who have kept silence silent because of money god because of position because of power begin from your church as you spoke in ezekiel chapter 8 start from your church it's time to clean up the church time to bring the church together we are divided and scattered we are one people You've said it in your word, one God, one faith, one baptism, one Holy Ghost, one Lord Jesus, one gospel, one spirit. Father, it's time to separate the sheep from the goats. And we're asking you today that your elect will continue to keep the blood-stained banner high. We may be few, Lord, but nevertheless, your word said you've shortened the days for your people's sake. And we know even scientists have acknowledged that the days are short. The Bible is true. They could burn it up. They could pulp it and send it down the drain. It still stands. It's the word that will never change forever. Your word is settled in heaven. And you said the ungodly, you will judge. Those who mock you shall reap whatsoever they have sown. I pray for souls today that if they have heard this word, Lord, they they won't continue to mock you or mock your messenger or seek their God to destroy your messenger. But God, whatever means by whatever means they may try prove yourself powerful as you did in the fiery furnace and as you did in the lion's den as you did when those men were locked up do it again lord show your power your force and your might against evildoers and those dear god who will stand against the gospel of Christ, which is a power of God unto salvation. We pray for our children today. We pray for nations today. We pray for leaders today. We pray for the church. God have mercy. Remember me 
and cover us all under your precious blood. We ask it all in no other name but the precious, wonderful name of Jesus. May God bless you. This was Faith Restoration Ministries and Trachina Theological College. We teach the word where we are. The college teaches the word, the answer. Our theme is, what does the word say? We hope to hear from you. You're looking for a college? I would advise you, if every time you need to be studying the word, it is now. And I say, from the King James Bible, may God bless you. And by the time who knows we meet again, should the Lord tarries in our lives of spirit, we'll be in a new month. All the June people, Say amen. And I wish you all a wonderful month. God bless us all until we meet again. Again, we can find us at www.frministry.org. That's frministry.org. Or you can call us from the number you'll find there. Send us an email or you can send us a contact form. Or you can leave a voice message for us. Until we meet again, God bless you.